Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Shut up. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Oh, and Mark, welcome back. It's so great to talk to you. We're back. It's exciting. It's an exciting time. We've got new rules. It's a new world we're living in. And who better than the guests we have for this episode? Mark, let people know who we've got. Well, speak. <laughs> Well, he's an actor. You know him from AJ and the Queen, Hand of God, and our favorite, Grand Theft Auto. It's Jimmy Ray Bennett. Yay. Hello. (laughs) Hello, Jimmy. You're right. It is such an exciting time. It's an exciting time. Mm -hmm. Really? No one knows what is going to happen in a few years. Where we're going to be six months from now. Who knows what the world is Two months. A couple days. hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I We're mean, I do, day by to, day. I do have to buckle up and go to a Dollar General tomorrow. Oh, really? So, what do you need? Well, I know that they're, you know, I've, I've like called every store in the my area of Queens. So I know that Dollar General tomorrow gets their shipment. Okay. So, and the woman that I befriended there has told <laughs> me that if I get there at like 1230, that's right when they put out the toilet paper and the dawn. So, so I'm kind of, I've been looking forward to it. I haven't left my house in like a week since last Dollar General Tuesday. And so, um, <laughs> are you guys not experiencing any of that in uh, LA? Um, no, I mean, I, I haven't left my house in 
uh, I mean, I've gone out a little bit, but I've basically been home for almost a month now. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I mean, you look good. Thank you. So do you. I do good without sun. <laughs> I did. I You're like a like mushroom. One. Yeah, exactly. You did what? I'm like a mushroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're good in the shade? Yep, yeah, exactly. And depending upon if you're spotted or not, you could kill me? Possibly. Yeah. Well, I've been doing this weird, like, uh, trying to figure out what corona is to me kind of thing. All and right. Where are you landing on that right now? Oh, it's horrible. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know, I feel like I should have escaped early, but now I'm just kind of, like, hunkered down and... Well, it is that weird thing because you have, I'm trying to not leave the house at all. And especially now because I've run out of coffee, I've run out of a lot of things that I have to get, toilet paper and all that. And I don't want to leave the house. And it's not like I love being inside, but I'm, cause I'm not a mushroom, but I just don't know how to prepare myself enough for the mental anguish of coming back and being like, I've got it. You right. know what I mean? Whereas I have tons of friends who are like totally fine with anything. They're like, yeah, we were out for like seven hours on bikes and, you know, we had a, a, a six feet away child party and we we're good. <laughs> Went to a sneezing house. And I literally yeah. opened the window two days ago and I was like, that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> have you had like, have you been using like delivery services or does that still freak you out? No, I was doing that. Um, I was a member of Misfits, which is like gives you, like it's supposed to be, you think you're doing something good for like society and vegetables. Oh, because you're taking like weird shaped vegetables. Yeah, weird shaped. You don't take the unphotogenic vegetables. vegetables. <laughs> none of them are weird shaped even. Like they, like to where they kind of give you an idea that you're going to get these oddly shaped things. And then it's just regular vegetables that don't, aren't shiny necessarily. So these and are like photogenic characters of vegetables. Oh yeah. It's just bell peppers, some scallions <laughs> and like, three potatoes where you can't do anything with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not enough to, like, create a dish. Gotcha. So it's, like, chopped, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. Because <laughs> they'll send, like, a, a weird um, 70s uh, chocolate that you have to incorporate. Perfect. <laughs> right? Don't they do that on chopped? Yeah. And, like, red hot Cheetos. Chocolate. Yeah. Like <laughs> and, like, an old cable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, have you guys been watching crazy things on uh, on TV besides Tiger King? We can, nobody can talk about that, today, right? Yeah, we've talked about that. Um, uh, I'm personally sick of Tiger King. I feel like it's the easiest joke to make. It's the Cards Against Humanity of humor right now. <laughs> the really unfunniest know. people are making Tiger King jokes and thinking they're hilarious. So I'm sick of Tiger King. Enough. We need to move forward. I think we're just so hungry for anything other than Corona that we have latched on to Tiger King. We have got to let it go. Watch something else. I am too. I literally, like my cousin sent me like this meme or whatever, you know, like it was uh -huh. a grid of all of the characters from Tiger King, but with where they would reside in the neighborhoods of Tallahassee. And I'm like, we've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> Too much free time. It's a, nope, yeah. Good. I don't need it. <laughs> well, well speaking so of, they're pretty, watched, yes. Oh, no, let's go forward. <laughs> no, nope, nope, let's go. It's, we're still figuring, we've never recorded remotely before. So this is new for everybody. As you can probably Everyone. tell, we are recording remotely. Mm-hmm. 
So it's hard to be funny. And speaking of funny. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what is not affected by this separate is segues. <laughs> segues. Segues are still hot. Today we're talking about Funny Girl. John, tell us about Funny Girl. Well, I would love to tell you all about Funny Girl. So Funny Girl came out in 1968. It is an American musical comedy slash drama directed by William Wyler with a screenplay by Isabel Lenart, uh, which was adopted from her book for the stage musical. Thank you, thank you. It's loosely based on the life and career of Broadway and film star and comedian Fanny Bryce and her okay. stormy relationship with entrepreneur and gambler Nikki Arnstein. It was actually produced by Bryce's son-in-law, Ray Stark, with music and lyrics by Julie Stein and Bob Merrill. It stars Barbara Streisand in her film debut, reprising her Broadway role as Fanny Bryce and Omar Sharif as Arnstein with supporting cast featuring Kate Medford, Anne Francis, and Walter Pidgeon. And uh, Barbara Streisand won an Academy Award of Best Actress for her performance, and she tied with ha uh, Catherine Hepburn for Lion in Winter. Very rare occurrence in the Oscars. Very. By the way, Lion in Winter is my favorite Christmas movie. Interesting. Okay. What makes it a Christmas movie? I guess there's a scene of Christmas. Oh, it's like she's, she's released from prison to come hang out with the king and her sons on Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. Great. So it all takes place on Christmas Eve. All right. Next Christmas. This Christmas Eve, I'm watching it. Yeah. But we're, we're talking about Funny Girl. We're not talking about- We're talking about, about Funny Girl today. So Jimmy, we asked you to pick a movie, any movie at all, why Funny Girl? Well, you guys, this was hard. You know, I, I when it comes to like trying to find, because I know the premise, I've, I've listened. <laughs> Thank you. You know what I mean? Thank I'm not you. a neophyte. I'm not gonna show up and be like, what are these questions? No, I know. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I think, when it came down to Funny Girl, I'm like, it's the gayest movie ever. Just because it has a gay icon. Sure. It has one of the most iconic songs mm -hmm. of any drag queen performance. <laughs> True. More over-the-top entrances, more over-the-top costumes. It has gay characters. It has some straight characters played by closeted gay men. It has... Barbara Streisand, which I think <laughs> singularly should just like kind of put it on top. And if you want to just cut this short and give it to it right now, we're good. <laughs> um, just like that? And wow. I remember watching it growing up. And um, like literally my entire life was Kenny Rogers movies, church, hee-haw, and um, an occasional Kate Nally to where that's kind of how I knew that I was who I was. Sure, but, sure. But when I saw Funny Girl for the first time, I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't know anything about Barbara Streisand before this. I didn't know uh -huh. anything about, well, clearly I didn't know anything about Fanny Bryce. Um, <laughs> and I was, it just kind of took me on a ride. Now, mind you, I haven't seen it in a long, long time. So rewatching mm -hmm. it was really good. Um, cool, cool. It's a long one. I forgot Two that. Two and a half hours, yeah. She has an overture and an intermission. And when that intermission came, <laughs> I was like, okay, I need, I need that. I need the 15 minutes. And I waited in line outside of my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes. For how long? Minutes. Two minutes? Yeah, it's usually not Two that long. Minutes, you know. Um, so, John, what's your background? $19 for a drink. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Uh, I had seen Funny Girl, I think maybe once before, and I did, I know I fell asleep during part of it, but um, 
I'm not, I wasn't a huge, I was an anti-funny girl, but it wasn't something that loomed large in my sort of experience. So this was maybe my second full scene, second time seeing the full thing. Had you um, seen it, Mark? Well, hold on, I want to see what, uh, well, what did you think of it? Did you like uh, it? Did you I mean, it? it was, it was great. Yeah, I mean, we're going to get into it. But yeah, I thought it was great. How about you, Mark? I had never seen it before. Could barely tell you what it was about if anybody asked me. So this is my first time seeing it. Oh, oh. my goodness. All righty. <laughs> glorious. So glorious. Honestly, I thought it was a slog. <laughs> All right. Okay, we'll get to it. Before we get to the movie. <laughs> oh. Okay, sorry it's not Black Panther or some of your... I've gone to movies with you. You like them fast. We saw The Dark Tower <laughs> together. <laughs> oh, talk about fast. <laughs> I think oh. we should... Go ahead, talk about The Dark Tower. Can I just say, you, it, it's at least better than The Dark Tower, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, that's true. It's better than The Dark Tower. Okay, good. Okay, good. I was going to say, we should talk about uh, where we are with just Barbara Streisand in general, because I agree that like there's some, this is like one of her iconic roles. She is a big gay icon. Like, what kind, like how do you, what is your opinion on Barbara Streisand, Jimmy? Um, I... Like she's a, she, okay, she's a, she's a curious one. Okay. She, um, I mean, I think when you watch her in this, and this is her first time on film, mm-hmm. um, and she's also 24, 25, I think, when she did it. And right. it, it, it was a range of ages. Um, she's, she's unbelievable. You know, she really is. You're like, okay, I understand who this person is. This person has, there's not one trick in the book or not trick i don't want to say it's a trick but she does everything that she does in this one film yeah now, mind you it's the same things that you see for the rest of her career but <laughs> this is the first time you see every second of it and on the page i don't think that it's as funny as she makes it like she really carries this film in a way that it's the material you would say yeah she elevates the material <laughs> now mind you i I now listen to her, like I did see her at the Hollywood Bowl um, okay. when she was there like years ago with, who is that? Um, do you remember those like weird, like three young tenors that were like 18 or 19, but they- The Irish tenors, the three tenors. Uh, no, not the Irish tenors, the three tenors. The three they tenors? Were, is it Il Devo or something? Oh, you guys- Oh, know. sure, that sounds about right. Yeah. But it seems like it was like the boy bands of like yeah, opera. the opera boy band of the moment. The ultimate like by Barnes and Noble. <laughs> and she has become like a, a a version of herself that is pretty elevated at this point. She almost is the character that she plays in this in this movie right. now. Sure. You know, like I saw. Did you guys have you do you ever listen to any of her recordings recently? Uh. For this, I re-listened to the Broadway album. Oh, that's good. We're putting it together. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Just for the scene work alone in that number. <laughs> but she did recently, she put out this album that has like her doing um, At the Ballet from <laughs> okay. A Chorus Line. <laughs> All and three she, parts? Oh, no. She has Daisy Wrigley. Wrigley? Wrigley. Daisy Ridley. Ridley. That's right, yes. And um, Anne Hathaway as Perfect. the other two. And she plays Sheila. And literally, you have to listen to this because it's <laughs> the funniest. Because, of course, she sounds, her voice is insane. We all know that. Right, yeah. She always puts, like, scene work. Yeah, she loves to put scene work in her songs. She really does. So she literally, this entire song is, like, her showing up to the audition and being like, 
Oh, hello. I'm Sheila. Hello. Uh, oh, what are the lights? Oh, my God. Like, and literally, she sounds like an 80-year-old woman talking to 13-year-olds and then singing a song with them. So it's perfect. Oh, are you kidding? It's ideal. It's number one on my playlist. Barbara, she was always someone like my mom liked. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, that's something my mom likes. Like, I liked Prince mm-hmm. of Tides when I was younger. <laughs> oh. Sure. That was one for the kids. I like that. Child <laughs> abuse is always for the kids. <laughs> Talk about a Tiger King or a Lion King. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, but I recently, I like um, her Christmas album a lot. Okay. Uh, oh, that's iconic. Yeah. Sure. The best and I like, Christmas um, album ever. Everybody says don't. And then I love that she has a mall in her basement. Mm-hmm. Was that confirmed? Also, I think so. They made a play up out of it. Right. You can't make a play out of something if it's not true. I don't I know if that's correct. There's no attendance. It's not like there's a gap down there. But there is like a weird <laughs> it's design. Sort of, like her antiques are displayed as if they are. Yes. In- okay, gotcha, gotcha. Sure. It's set up in a weird mallish sense. And right. then also, the other thing I think of with Barbara Streisand is the Streisand effect is like a, a phenomenon where people were photographing her Malibu house and she like sued to get them to stop photographing it. But that just made more attention to it. So by trying to stop it, she increased the amount of photography happening. And that is now a thing called the effect. effect. Oh, wow. I didn't know about that. Yeah. What's your background? (laughs) The Streisand effect? Yeah. Look it up. It's on Wikipedia. Well, then it must be true. Well, did you see her, did you watch that, um, her YouTube video, you should, where she just kind of goes through her entire Malibu house? No, I, I haven't. Would, you guys, it's worth it. It's, it's, okay. it's everything you want it to be. And it's also like, I don't think you ever see her. It's just a voiceover. Perfect. But it's always saying things too that are like the most crazy, obvious things. Like she's like, these are my roses. I've always loved roses. I love flowers. This is the door to my house. I've always loved opening a door. <laughs> I love pictures. These are my pictures. I love pictures. And it's just like, oh yeah, we all love all those things. <laughs> you love air, you love floors, you love ceilings. Like, we get it. Nice. Sure, sure. Um, did you, were you affected by um, this movie specifically in any way, Mark? Or were you just like, let me get through it? Some of the camera moves, like when she's on the train and then like the, the helicopter shot moving in really tight to her singing on the train and then they repeat that on the tugboat. Mm-hmm. Those were great. But other well, than that, I could care fun. less about this romance. Like the, whole, the most of the movie is concerned about this romance with this loser gambler who you know is going to screw her over. But you have this character, Fanny Bryce, they deal with her as an actress for like 30 minutes. And then the rest of it is this stupid romance music. Who cares about this romance? He's a loser. She could do better. I want to know more about her as the actress and the star and the performer, but we're just up. She's a woman. So it's got to be about the romance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see him. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> Apparently love is not something that you're in. Did you buy this romance? Did you think, yes, she is right to be in love with him? He was so aloof and awful. Oh, undeniably. Yeah. Well, because I did feel like, here's the thing. I do feel that Omar Sharif, with as aloof as he, aloof as he is, works so well because he is this interesting actor and character to where He's never truly abusive to her, but you realize why she shouldn't be with him. 
Right. And sure. And you can understand how he's so sensitive, but he doesn't want to live in her shadow. Um, I don't know. I think that he's the perfect, because originally, apparently, like, they offered it to Frank Sinatra. They offered it right. to tons of people who, like, in me thinking about them doing it, it would have been a different movie altogether. Sure. Do you, are you a fan of Omar Sharif in general, or? <laughs> I only remember him in Top Secret. <laughs> a very different performance. Very different performance. He's, like, killed in the first 10 minutes, I think. Yeah. Are you uh, kidding me? <laughs> Dr. Javago? How old do you think I am? <laughs> the, the movie with a cow and boots, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Val Kilmer, yeah. A young yeah. Val Kilmer. Everyone should watch Top Secret. Top That's Secret is very funny. Oh, I loved it. Top Secret's better than Funny Girl. Oh. Um, you know what? Let's just change the movie to Top Secret. We've all seen it. <laughs> I'd love sure. it to get, let's get going, Jordan. A lot of shattered glass. <laughs> Well, Jimmy, as you may or may not know, but it sounds like you do, we're mm -hmm. looking for the gayest movie ever. I've been and told. To find it, mm -hmm. We have a very complex and Byzantine scoring system. We have a bunch of categories, and at the end, we're gonna go through all these categories, and at the end, you are gonna add a category, and it could become, become canon. canon. We gotta work on this. We gotta job. work on this. It's tough with the delay a little bit, yeah, you know. It's tough with the delay. Um, so I wanted to put it in Diane Cannon, but I, <laughs> because you guys weren't completely on sync, I couldn't really get in there. You are not going to become Diane Cannon. Cannon. We're not going to become Diane Cannon. No. But let She's me go. Her own right, but she also married someone famous. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to go through the top five where we stand right now. We're debuting our new scoring system right now, Jimmy. Is Muppets Take Manhattan still in the top? You're about to find out if you shut up. <laughs> okay. Number five at 60.55%, Showgirls. Number four at 61.99%, Adam's Family Values. Number three at 62.63%, nine to five. Number two at 66.49%, Meet Me in St. Louis. And number one with 69.17, The Muppets Take Manhattan. Oh, I knew it! <laughs> so, we got a new scoring system. We have a bunch, we've jiggered things up a bit. Mm -hmm. we, have now, we have three categories. There's canon, and then the wheel, where there are four random categories, and then there's bonus categories. Okay, yes. so is the canon things that you guys had previous to anything? What's that? Are, are the canon, are those things that you guys had previous to yeah. any other We haven't had any new category. Well, there's one new one. You'll see. Okay. Let's get it. So the first category in our canon category, we all come up with our individual score and then it'll take the average. Zero to 100. Zero to 100. So the first one is homoeroticism. How homoerotic is Funny Girl? Yeah, so here's the thing. Funny Girl in watching it again, it's not like, it's gay for Barbara Streisand. You know what I mean? Like, it? it's very, <laughs> it's very much like always trying to make her look like not attractive, like it, it doesn't make anyone look better than Barbara Streisand in this movie. You know what I mean? Like this movie is uh -huh. all about her and like making her be the big star and everyone around her is a little bit dimmer because of that. Like there's no other greater performance. There's no one who is even like really her equal. Sometimes the old ladies, but they're really funny and they're in and out really fast. But sure. no one else is like her equal. So I feel like it's not gay and that like there's no shot of a guy who looks sexy. There's nothing about like two of the dancers never like hold hands and go off and have lunch together or anything like that. But there's something about it 
that I think is just, again, gay for Barbara Streisand. That's the only way I can put it. That's homoerotic to you? Not necessarily. But let's add a hundred. But I figured since we're talking about it, that's that's what I, I would like sort of add bring to the category. It. Thank you. I don't know. What do you think, Jimmy? Well, I agree. There is like a weird homoeroticism of Barbara Streisand <laughs> as an icon. Mm-hmm. But you also have those, like, they treat Omar Sharif in this movie like he is a matinee idol. Everything is kind of soft, soft lensed. It looks like the kind of the the like first season of Drag Race. Like it's all kind of these mm-hmm. weird slow turning shots where everything's kind of vaseline But um, there's nothing between two characters of the same sex where they have sparks. You know, homoeroticism. <laughs> nothing well, like what that. What is the definition of homoeroticism? Uh, uh, something sexual. Homo in Latin means homo. <laughs> two people of the same sex, I would say. You know, classic, pretty. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess. Okay, I get you. I hear you. Mm-hmm. So what would you give this funny girl on a scale of zero to 100? For homoeroticism? Yeah. Okay, look, I really want to topple the king on this, but I have to be honest. You got to. Um, Thank you. I got to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, um, because I think that there is, we do eroticize our icons mm-hmm. and I do feel like there's some butt shots of Omar. I'm going to go 25. 25. Uh, I'm going to go 15. 15. Um, there's really nothing. I was going to give it a five just for those ballet dancers. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah oh, yeah. I forgot about those. Can I raise mine? Sure. Anyone? 30. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, next category, actual gay characters. Okay, well, Eddie Ryan, who is her yeah, choreographer, choreographer. Friend, is the quintessential gay best friend. Yes, absolutely. What's he? Mark. Yeah. He Come didn't on. seem like that sassy or anything to me. So to say quintessential. He was certainly 1968 playing turn of the century sassy. Do you think Smile was like the choreographer in Smile? I thought was sassier. But, that was but that's actually <laughs> he also is straight though. I'm just saying, no one really struck me as like that gay in this. I think he well, was like professionally gay, Eddie Ryan. He like in the way in the way that he was like he was still like the choreographer slash dance captain. So like, yes, he's going to be there for Barbara, but he's also like he's got to he's got to rehearse the chorus. He's got to make sure that the show's going on and everyone's ready. Did they ever allude to him like winking at a guy or like, oh, I'd like to get a piece of him or something like that? Is there any allusion, some, anything like that? No, but if you ever see a production of Funny Girl around the country, Eddie Ryan's gay. Yeah. I didn't. I saw the 1968 William <laughs> Wyler version. <laughs> <laughs> Who took over for Sidney Lumet. I know. Um, there's also the guy, do you remember that scene where... Um, Fanny comes and she surprises right after the intermission where she surprises <laughs> in his cabin on the boat. Oh, and yeah. there's uh-huh. the steward that's sitting there. And then suddenly he's like, I just want to say that I loved you when I saw your show. Oh, like, yes. Fabulous. <laughs> and he's very. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So very what good. would you give the funny girl on a scale of zero to 100? Wait, what was the question? <laughs> for, gay for actual gay characters, how would you rate it? Well, because I feel like 
I feel like Eddie Ryan, I really do stand by that I think that he's totally a gay character. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. And then the other small gay characters. And then you have chorus boys that are sure. tons of chorus boys. I'm going to yeah. go 75 on this. 75? <laughs> Mark, it's, it's theater. All of those dancers dressed as swans? John, what are you going to give it for actual gay characters? Uh, I agree with everything that uh, Jimmy has said, but since none of the main characters are gay, I'm going to give it a 35. Fair enough. I'm giving it an eight, giving it an average of 39.33. Okay. All right. Our next category, camp factor. So Jimmy, on a scale of zero to 100, how campy is Funny Girl? Okay. I think that Funny Girl is, um, I think it's actually, I got to go with 100 on this one. 100? I mean, <laughs> Fanny, I mean, because I was looking, because I'm always confused by the definition of camp. Sure. And if I go by the like Susan Sontag um, definition, it's, you know, she right. says it's the love of the unnatural artifice and exaggeration. And there's so much of that in this. It's, I mean, she starts out in a, a, a leopard coat. That leopard. You know, a whole ensemble. The mirror and says, hello, gorgeous. I mean, it's like, come on. There's also. The minute her husband is imprisoned, she's in a little girl dress and gives a, <laughs> like gives a press, press conference. conference. Yeah, in the stage door. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I'm going to go big on that one. All right. A hundred, John. Well, it's funny, like watching this movie, I was like, oh, do you know what? Something that I think, it's not like elemental, but I think it's like a huge like red flag for camp is that like, the fashion that Barbara Streisand has, like her hair, her nails, it is so contemporary to the time the movie was made, but is wrong for the actual movie itself. Right. And yes. I feel like when the styling is that wrong, that's camp. Sure. You know what I mean? Like when you're taking 60s fashion, like aesthetics, <laughs> and doing like that makeup and those, like Fanny Bryce never had nails like those Barbara Streisand nails? has in this. Yeah. Those, they're talons. Like, that, I was like, oh, that is like a real, like, solid camp thing. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Come 99 on, on camp yep. for this one. Yep. It's so campy. It's so I absurd. Mean, her final haircut is literally Kate Goslin. Yeah. <laughs> a real Karen. Her hair, her, like, cat eye throughout the entire movie. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, I have a list of some of the campy things that I found, campy moments. Wonderful. Uh, Let's hear them. Slowly walking through an empty theater, fighting yes. to get a part in the show, wearing mm -hmm. drapes. Yep. <laughs> someone shouting, a telegram, a telegram. Mm -hmm. uh, a splashy production number, a bride in a bikini. My God, the entire bridal number. Smoking <laughs> <laughs> on a chaise lounge and arguing in a tuxedo. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a 60. 60? After Six. all that? I mean, remember how much Showgirls had? Yeah, but, I mean, come on. Well, let's talk about that bride number. That bride number is, that's the highlight of the movie for me. I mean, uh -huh. it has nothing sure. to do with anything, but it's great. <laughs> I mean, the poem in the bride number where it's just three women <laughs> Those staring poems. at We are like, screen brides or something. Yeah, I'm a screen bride. <laughs> the horn of plenty. Like, do they do shows? Like, like is that what the Follies were? Just like a yes. random assortment? Yeah, of they numbers? would definitely have numbers of that. Yep, absolutely. But that have nothing to do with anything? 
Correct. It's just reviews, pretty much. I guess this movie feels like, even for 1968, it feels old-fashioned. Even for, not like, it's here like 2001, Rosemary's Baby, Night of the Living Dead, all came out in 1968 and feel like 1968. But Funny Girl feels like it's from the 1950s or the 40s. Oh, undeniably. It's like the Absolutely. Ben of musical comedies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's even those scenes where she's just like walking to the theater and there are 300 extras. And you know, <laughs> you're anything down in a crowd scene, you're like, oh, what a luxury. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's mammoth. It really is. Um, so uh, give, uh, Funny Girl has an average of 86.33 in camp. Not too shabby. No. Not too shabby, not too shabby. Not too shabby. All right, next category, over-the-top wardrobe on a scale of 0 to 100. Jimmy, was there any over-the-top wardrobe? (laughs) Once again, she gave a press conference dressed as a baby. Yeah. Um, She, the the roller skating number alone. Oh, yeah. um, That entire scene with the curl in front of her face when she wants to get married in the state room. (laughs) Um, That entire scene when they go on the date, when she drops the stole. Every outfit that she wears is... Insane. Insane. Once again, the movie starts with her in a leopard head-to-toe <laughs> outfit from the back. Yeah. And the minute she comes onto the screen, the lights on the marquee that say Fanny Bryce suddenly light up. So yes, over the top <laughs> That's wardrobe. Star power. That's, That's star power. Yeah. What are you gonna give it? 100. 100. Uh, I'm gonna go, uh, I'm gonna go 94. Four for over the top wardrobe. Ninety-four. Would be more over the top. I feel like there there are things. I don't know. Like I wanted maybe the guys. Like the guys were all in suits. Like if somehow like you got to give something for like a Flash Gordon. Where like you know what I mean. Like if Omar Sharif had like a a pastel suit he wore, then okay. And a cape. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a monocle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be part of the wardrobe department yeah. for sure. A cravat would have killed him. If Mr. Peanut was in this movie, it might <laughs> elevate it. Yeah, yeah. that's the word, elevated. Uh, I'm going to give it a 65. Mostly okay. the black number, but it just didn't strike me as too, like it's like, it felt of the piece. It didn't feel like ex- too extra for me. It felt like very, um, yes, that is what these people during this time would wear, but there's more color now. But I did feel like every bit of things that she, every bit of things that she wore (laughs) was intensely tailored and so specific that there was no like, this is kind of my just like, I'm going down the street wear. Correct. Everything was high fashion. Everything was the high fashion version of what she was wearing for for her. And I think for other people, it was like very much the musical comedy version of what these old, like these Jewish women playing cards would wear this, you know, would wear this level of stuff in a musical comedy. It was like sort of right, but still extra. I thought it was still like bumped yeah, it's up. it's a poly blend and it's, you know. Yeah. Okay. And the colors are dyed, yeah, to be just extra bright. Well, we gave it an average of 86.33, tied with Camp Factor. How about that? Well, there you go. All right, next category, drag queen inspiration. On a scale of Come zero on. to 100, <laughs> in this movie that could inspire a drag queen. I don't need to say anything. It's a hundred percent. You need to yeah. say something. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? You need to say something. 
Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm on something where I'm supposed to talk. Um, it is a hundred because it is Barbara Streisand. It is don't rain on my parade. It is people. It is, wait, what was the category? Drag queen inspiration. Drag queen inspiration. Everyone does everything from this movie. This is, this is, this is a, if you guys don't both give it a hundred, you're <laughs> rooting for something else. You're trying to elevate Hoosiers. <laughs> uh, I'm also, I'm also going to go a hundred on this one for drag queen inspiration. I think even for the nails alone, you have to go a hundred for drag queen inspiration on this one. I, I mean, I feel like Barbara Streisand is her own category of drag right. queen. Like, she's like a subset of drag queen. It's Barbara Streisand. People right. imitate her as drag queen. So again, that's their career, yeah. is just doing Barbara. Um, Don't you think that she's the number one, like, I'm a drag queen. I think, Ju someone. Her I think Judy, her and who? Her, Cher, and Judy. I think... <laughs> I think the three of them and Ad Liza, and that's the Mount Rushmore of drag, probably. <laughs> that's their Mount Rushmore. It truly is. Mount Bushmore. Yeah. And sure. then Kesha. Go ahead. Um, don't you, I had heard the song People before. But what the uh -huh. fuck is that song talking about? It's like It doesn't make sense. The lyrics are the most insipid things you've ever heard. Yeah. It really is my least favorite part of the movie, I'll be honest. Yeah. Except the dress she's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> and the scene work. The scene work is very good. Yeah. Scene work is good. Uh, yeah, but then you try when you try to have slam in a trunk song, it shows. <laughs> it I am also giving it a hundred in drag queen inspiration. Don't, Yay. Oh Mark. Don't add him. Oh, thank <laughs> you. All right, next category. On a scale of zero to hundred, how likely are you to recommend this to a gay person? So your little nephew Christopher <laughs> comes to you and tugs on your pant leg saying, Uncle Jimmy. I well, like I actually do have a, wait, I don't, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you can't out him right. just yet. That's good. Or We're her, just, or them. You know, it's just me mm. in the world here. Um, mm. I don't have anyone in my family that might be my nephew and gay. Great. Um, gotcha. But I've recommended it to that person. <laughs> 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 I literally nice. have recommended this to, um, to an old roommate who was gay. And he okay. was like, what are those things? Because he was younger and he was like, because there really is a divide between, and we're not old, but the generation previous to, we can watch anything at all times and don't have to focus on anything as a collective. Yeah. Right. And so I have been there like, what are the things that are iconic to gay men? And I always recommend, I'm like, funny girl, Barbara Streisand, that's one of our things. I'm like, I do funny girl, I do, um, I usually do summer stock with Judy Garland, which is one. It was she gained weight, but then she lost weight for the final number. Right. Um, it shows. And then um, cabaret. Yeah, those are my three. So what would you those give a uh, funny girl on a scale of zero to hundred? Oh right, um, <laughs> one hundred. One hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a hundred as well, even though like I think it definitely has flaws. It definitely is something that it's like, you should know Funny Girl if you're a gay person. You have to know Funny Girl. I'm giving it a 20. You are fine skipping Funny Girl. Mark! Wow! Her Mark. rendition of Jingle Bells. That's a, you get as much chutzpah out of her Jingle Bells are going upsot as you do then two and a half hours in a tenth of the time. Upsot? 
Yeah, that's the best part of every, anything. That's my favorite mm -hmm. thing. And that gets you all you need. You get the same thing in that two minutes that you do from the entire two and a half hours. That's literally. I disagree. But I disagree. <laughs> and also, just look up. I actually think that you are doing a disservice to your community by yeah. saying that. You could, you're fine, skipping funny girl. Wow. Like, what would you, what is your number? I don't mean to go off, off course. Go ahead. But what is your, like, what would you recommend to, if a, if a young gay Christopher came to you, Mark? Mm -hmm. Maybe showgirls, that's the first thing that came to mind. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, but they're different things. Like, you can say, like, these are essential. Well, he asked me what I would recommend. Right. I would not recommend Funny Girl to anybody unless you want to fall asleep. Well, I mean, I guess it's tough because this is the first time you're seeing it. <laughs> and I was bored. It was hard to get through. I, really? The hour after the intermission was just all about him gambling and his, like, the bond. Why is there a scene without Fanny Brights in it? What are they doing? <laughs> who gives a fuck about you the You just bond? sound like someone who doesn't like movies. Please. <laughs> I, like movies. I mean, it just seems like you don't like movies, Mark. Uh-huh. I mean, wow. I mean, I don't. Next category, <laughs> the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form on a scale of zero to 100? Mm, I mean, there's some, once again, there's some Vaseline lens on Omar Sharif. And maybe I'm just really, once again, as a kid from the country who grew up at rodeos, like <laughs> the fact that this Egyptian man was suddenly on my screen and I was like, who is that? I need that. That's what I need. Um, but that's it. They don't really do too much. I'll give it 30. 30. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to give it, it's not really, it, I'm going to give it 15. It's really not that gay for... 15, yeah, I'm going to give it a four. It's like, you could, William Wyler, straight as a board. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But he did a lot of great movies. He did a lot of great best years of our lives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, next category. Entrances with pizzazz. <laughs> Come on, starts with a woman in a leopard coat <laughs> on the street <laughs> where the sign lights up her name. 100. Just for the one? Are you kidding? Every, every entrance of this is like insane. Yeah, there's a ton of great entrances. I mean, also her entrance in the wedding number is pretty great. Uh, I think it's like it's like a subtle, but definitely pizzazz the Nicky Arnstein. Like when his first entrance, they're like, "Did I? You think a guy's just gonna open the, you know, like, and they open the door and there he is?" Like, there's a lot of pizzazz. Like, it definitely has that. Like, a character needs an entrance. Like that definitely That's was like considered the in this one. one. The one with Nicky Arnstein, where she opens yeah. the door like three times and he's there. That's a huge entrance. Yeah, <laughs> I think it definitely like they pay attention to those entrances. What are you gonna give it, John? Uh, did Jimmy give his score? Yeah, he said 100. Oh, okay. I'm going to give it, uh, I'll give it a 97. 97. I'll give it a 75, because it really peaks early. There's that one great one at the top, but there's never anything that matches it after that. But that opening one oh. is... Oh! <laughs> I need entrances uh, like Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's entrances with pizzazz every five minutes. This one shoots its entrances with pizzazz wad in the first five minutes and it never matches it. Look, I respect you, but you are a straight man. And I don't <laughs> I don't understand it. But I, I respect and love you. Thank you. I love having margaritas, but I'm just a little angry. <laughs> Fair enough. 
every entrance is crazy. She comes in on strings in some of them. She, after the intermission, they open a door and she's standing there with wilted roses that have gone the entire journey of a tugboat to get to a cruiser. And she has smut on her face. Next category. <laughs> yep. Dramatic lighting on a scale of zero. How dramatic was the lighting? Oh, there's a ton of it. There's the marquee at the beginning. Um, Barbara and the people scene. Like uh, every moment she's so lit for like, she's so lit for um, maximum effect. There's that great you know scene, I mean? on the scene on the dock with the sunset looks great. Yeah. And you're right. And the people scene, there's that one shot where the board where she's on those stairs and like the board kind of um, like frames her in just such a way yeah yeah i'll go i'll go uh 85 on this one Uh, i'm gonna go higher because i think like it is lighting is like was obviously considered every inch of it so i'm gonna go uh 91 91 i'll go 70 pretty dramatic All right, next category, strident women. Come on. (laughs) Come on. I mean, you've got Barbara herself. You've got those old women. You've got the chorus girls. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. That's Uh, the definition of strident. (laughs) Right? Mrs. Trakosh, like a yinta putting people together at a poker game. Yeah. Oh, the funny lady? The other funny lady. The other funny lady. The one that starts like that she's like, oh, you're just not pretty. And then later she's like, I always knew she was pretty. (laughs) Classic strident woman. Classic strident. You're giving it 100, Jimmy? (laughs) I mean, strident doesn't mean fresh breath. It means like, just like, (laughs) okay. Yeah, 100. John. I'm going to go 94. 94. Um, I'll go 90 on this. They're pretty strident. Give an average of 94.67. Not too bad. Not too bad. Anybody? That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, next category. On a scale of 0 to 100, how macabre is Funny Girl? Okay, there was one moment that I thought was actually super macabre that I wanted to bring up. It was during, actually, the aforementioned wedding scene when they're cutting to the different Corines doing their little, like, speeches of, like, the, the the December bride is is light and true. And you could see some of the girls who didn't have lines, they were dead inside. Like their <laughs> eyes were dead. It was dark at a That's few macabre. of those. I like literally stopped and went back and I was like, this is macabre. Because then it made me think too of like, what is the reality of this world? Of like, here are these like women who just like stand and they're just like human mannequins. If that comes up later, I don't know. Oh, just like so. they're like holding clothes, you know, like just there like to be a, a rack for fabric, reciting these weird poems. Like, what do they do? Where do they come from? Did they get to experience love? Are they in this weird like afterlife where they You're just exist the to sort of- bridal, The characters in the bridal number as what is their reality? Yes, exactly. And that got a little macabre for me. Again, I haven't <laughs> left my house in a month and I, I was probably I smoking something. But yes, that got very macabre for me. That got like dark. That those Whoa. those the eyes of some of those chorus girls got dark for me. Wow. That is what I'm just putting out there in for this category. All right. Jimmy, what do you think? I I agree with all that. I'm trying to find those lyrics because they are very <laughs> There's a darkness to them. There's there's some depth to them. What did you give it? 
fully. I haven't given it a number yet. I'm just sort of putting things out there as like yeah, ideas and topics. Was macabre in this. It was pretty there's, not, there's not too much macabre, except there that isn't. you know that everyone on the screen will die eventually. He doesn't even like want <laughs> it like a drug overdose or something. You know what I mean? Falling down the stairs. But that, that scene where she's dressed up as a girl doing that impromptu, uh, you know, press conference in the back alley, there's a little macabre there. There is some macabre as dressing like a woman. I'll, I'll give it... <laughs> Oh God, I want to feel like I'm fair. So I don't want to, I'll give it 15. 15. Yeah, I'm going to go 15 as well. 15, I'll give it a zero. I didn't think it was macabre at all. Okay. All right, next category. On a scale of zero to 100, wigs. Are you kidding? 100, <laughs> done, bye. It's almost entirely wigs, this movie, except for- It's not wigged? If it's not a wig, it's a hairpiece. That's your um, Real Housewives tagline, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Try saying that while turning around. <laughs> this is almost all wigs all the time. Yeah. All wigs all the time. Do we know, if did Omar Sharif wear a piece? It didn't look like it, but maybe. If it I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go 98 just for Omar. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'll go 95. Pretty wiggy. I don't, why would you go, like, okay, I don't understand <laughs> why, okay. Every person is wearing a wig to the nth degree with curls and side ponies and, like, just, like. I gotta have somewhere to go. All right, I get you. By color, you know, like a Priscilla might get 100. Okay, no, I understand. Now that you said that, got it. <laughs> All right. right, where people recognize the wig, they're like, I'm wearing a wig, and they say it and they put it on their head. I understand who you are. Funny girl? I'm wearing a wig. It looks great. A merkin, really, but go ahead. What's the next one? <laughs> All right, on a scale of zero to 100, quips. How quippy is funny girl? Hello, gorgeous. It's, pr it's pretty damn quippy. It's as quippy as it gets. <laughs> I'm like a bagel on a plate of onion rolls. Yep. <laughs> right? That's a quip. That That's bad. a quip. Mm -hmm. That's a quip. That is a quip. Yes, we're in agreement. That's not a quibby, which launched today, but it's a quip. Thoughts and prayers <laughs> with everyone involved with Quibby. Wishing you. I mean, I, I want to support and elevate everyone who is involved. And I will get my 90 days. Have you downloaded Great. it? Not yet, have you? No. Of course not. I don't have time for that. I'm in isolation. Yeah. I don't want short bites. What are you supposed to watch when you're watching Quibi? That's what's so great about TV. You look at your phone. What are you supposed to look at when you watch Quibi? Come on. Your nails? Boring. But you know everyone we know is on Quibi, so we have yeah. to. <laughs> I know. Right. Never yeah, watch at least one episode. Hope you have a good year. I'm really excited for Quibi. Very excited. So what are you, for Quibi, what are you gonna give it? Wait, what was the question? Quip. For quips. Oh yeah, 100. 100. This has more quips than anybody. Uh, I'm gonna go 97. You thought it was pretty quippy. I did think it was pretty quippy. Um, I'm gonna give it an 80. Okay. But uh, I don't know. You're breathing out hard, but I understand because of, I know who you are. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, pretty good. I just wasn't bowled over with laughter the entire time. Okay. But you also watched it after work 
no with an attitude. <laughs> right? 3 p.m. on a Sunday. Like, this should have been a breakfast watch <laughs> while you're having a, a sparkling water. Uh-huh. Effervescent. Yeah, effervescent. It's yeah, yeah. not a movie to watch after you've had breakfast. That is nap food. That no, is- that's nap central. You're right. Mm-hmm. I will say, this time I watched it, I watched it in three settings. Oh, interesting. <laughs> but by the third setting, I was crying. Sure. It may have been corona related. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, everyone's crying every 45 minutes. Sure, sure. Yeah. All right. Next. So next story. On a scale of zero to 100, vibrato. Come on. 100. <laughs> People. Yeah, I mean, you have actual singing, and then you have, it is the extraness of everything. So I I'll, will also give it 100 for vibrato. There's extraness in everything. Yeah. I don't think it's that extra. I thought it was pretty, like, old-fashioned and standard, like, classic. I think, like, the way that Barbara sort of steals the movie and makes it be all about her, like, she's so... I mean, everything she is set the tone of who... She knew who she was from the beginning of her career, you know? Exactly, okay. yeah. Well, yeah, I was reading some articles, and apparently she was very specific. Like, she... Like, uh, Weiler was very... He was, like, 45 takes, and she was like, I need one more. Like... <laughs> Like days after they had shot something. I say vibrato too, because that first sequence, Mm -hmm. I will say, as a modern audience, to have a sequence in the beginning of a film that's literally five minutes of someone standing, breathing, and kind of looking (laughs) at places is a lot. (laughs) It doesn't set you up (laughs) as a runway of like, let's get into this. (laughs) Like it took three minutes before we said, hello, gorgeous. And then after that, she walks around and looks. But I think that that adds to the the vibrato. I'm giving it a 75, giving an average of 91.67. Mostly all my points are for the singing. All righty. Category, footwork. But what singing? But what singing? Footwork. Oh my God, tons of footwork. A lot of footwork. Wait, these are your like canon? Footwork is your canon? Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, 100. 100. Tons of footwork. 100. Would you rather have a category yeah. with a zero in in the canon? No. <laughs> Play nice. 100 for that canon <laughs> question. Have you guys ever seen Starlight Express on say, or been in it? Were you a, uh, were you a box um, I have not been in it. I've seen clips from it. I've not seen it. I've not Jimmy, seen it, you? but I, can, I know every word. <laughs> that was on roller skates, right? That was, oh, yes. Undeniable. You know it's Krakowski. Jane Krakowski is one of her first Broadway shows. That was one of her first Broadway shows. Oh, really? Yeah. Love her. Hey, Jane. <laughs> Mark is such a Jane Krakowski completist. I'm surprised you didn't know that. I'm, I am surprised. <laughs> well, I want to have something left to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Your next birthday party. <laughs> 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 Starlight Express is the theme, done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for the roller skates, the Swan Lake, also like those camera shots. Um, yeah, I'll give it 100 as well. I too will give it 100. Give it an average. Oh. Yay! All right, so that brings us to the end of the canon cor- categories. We're now into our wheel categories. You're going to spin a wheel. Hey. And Wait, the- I'm spinning a wheel? Well, I'm going to spin it for you. So all of the other categories that have existed uh, that we have that have not become part of canon are now on the wheel. So we're going to spin the wheel. 
Correct, yes. Uh, so Wait, we're going to spin what? the wheel how many times, Mark? Well, let, let's just do one at a time. So J Jimmy- But let's, let's say how many we're going to spin. We're going to do it four to... times. Okay. Wait, so I have to stop? You tell John when to push the button. Press the button. Wait, is this taboo? I don't understand. Okay, I'll just say- So all the wheels, oh, so all oh, the categories oh. are on this wheel. And so you're going to hit it, whatever it stops on, that's a category that this movie will randomly be judged on. Make sense? We're going to do this that's four times. It gives a wheel. That's amazing. I literally thought you made a wheel like- No, 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 it's an app. But I know my friends. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you what stuff. You, well, you just tell me when to hit it and then it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Round and round the mulberry bush. Stop. Wait, go. And caper music is number one. Caper, caper music. music. All right, so what would you give this on caper music, Jimmy? I mean, I think Don't Rain on My Parade is caper music. Oh, oh yeah. There's so many capers. So many. Um, um, and there actually is capers in that one dinner scene. But <laughs> I will true. say, um, I'll go 85. 85. Really? I think Don't Rain on My Parade alone is so iconic. I'm going to give it 95 for that. I give it 100 then. I give it 100. <laughs> you guys, 100. <laughs> I feel like it needs to be sneaky, and you can't sneak to Don't Rain on My Parade. Like, you can't sneak for yourself, sneak. mister. <laughs> you can't. You definitely can't sneak. Out loud and proud. You're like leading a marching band. That's fine. That's her caper. That is not. I agree with that. I'm going to give it, I'll give it a 70 for caper music. Have you looked up caper music? <laughs> I don't know if that <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm not like doubting you, but I kind of might be. Let me just. All right, let's do our next wheel category. <clears throat> yeah. You ready? Spin. Spinning the wheel. And your next category is. Wearing another person's clothes. Where did this come from? Titanic. This one? Titanic. Oh, okay. Um, well, I, zero? I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think. I can't. I don't like to say any actor is wearing someone else's clothes. I do not say that. But I mean, like, they are in costumes Wait. wearing other Yeah, the performers right. are wearing Actually, clothes. the entire thing takes place in theater, and other people make those. That's not their clothes. So actually, Mark, I'm, I'm with John on this one. This is actually <laughs> exactly what it is. Things are your wardrobe. Where's my wardrobe? Where's my costume? That's not you. Yes, but they're wearing the clothes of like another person. Like I'm wearing the clothes of, of, of Madame Rose right now. But yeah, like, if I'm in a are, play, who do they belong to? I don't go home with them when the play yeah. ends. But it's your costume, is it not? But I don't own it at the end of the run. That's not my question. <laughs> I'm not saying it is your costume though. It is fitted to you, is it not? It, the, the costumes exist to play another character. But they John, are, you get it, right? are the one playing. Them. I get it, yeah. I'm trying to think though, is there, there's not a moment where does, does she pretend to not be Fanny Bryce at any point? No, that would have been great. If no, she of course not. There's no Viola Twelfth Night BS. <laughs> like, but, it would be fun if she was like in disguise at a card game or something. Sure, sure. Well, that would be great. But this is also, oh, have you guys seen the, um, the One oh. Man, Two Govs? on National Theater. Oh, on, no, I haven't. I want to watch see it. that. It's good. Everybody watch it. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it a 75 because everyone's wearing costumes that were given to them. So I, 
I actually we could believe- also say like Omar Sharif as Nikki Arnstein is wearing the clothes of someone who is successful when he is not. Oh, police! Oh. <laughs> oh. Just right. making arguments. You can I buy them or not. It's okay. That is a stretch. <laughs> I mean, I'm into it though. It's very heady. Um, yeah. So wearing other people's clothes, uh, I'm gonna give it. A, I'll give it a thirty. Thirty for the costume. A zero. Okay. Mark. Sorry, it didn't happen. I don't buy this actors or not don't own their wardrobes or don't get you don't. a you when you're done I'm with the physical follies. You think they take the headdresses home? They don't. I do not think that, but that is not what my <laughs> argument is based on, whether they mm-hmm. paid for them or not. All right. Spin Continue. the wheel, Jimmy. Spin the wheel. Here we go. Okay. Uh, and now. <laughs> is that how it works? <laughs> shattered glass. Shattered glass. Is there any shattered glass in this? No. John? There was. I don't think. Trying to think if I wrote any down. Trying to think. Shattered glass. Shattered glass. I could look to see if you wrote any down. I did not write anything down. I did. I couldn't really find anything for shattered glass. I mean, glass. there are moments within the score that Ira Glass is shattered because he didn't write it. There's that. There are, you know, Fanny Bryce is, is shattering glass ceilings as a entertainer. Right? Yes, yes. They never said she was the first woman to do this. Are you kidding? <laughs> there no I bet there are some takes where Barbara Streisand's voice hit a note that shattered some glass. She's definitely the first woman to stand in a black V-neck <laughs> in front of a black curtain <laughs> with glass behind her. So what are you going to give this for Shattered Glass? Zero. Yeah, I guess a zero. I will also give it a zero. All right, our uh, final wheel category. This is a great new system, you guys. Spin of the wheel <laughs> is... I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Ah, here we go. Breath acting. Breath acting. Oh, come on. Yeah, there's a ton of breath acting in this one. Because here's it's the thing. Happened. There's the singing, which I know Mark doesn't isn't always crazy about, but there's a lot of like smoking act done acting done with cigarettes in That's this, true. which is breath acting. There's a lot of breath acting in That's that way, hand acting. hand acting, and then also like when they're gambling, there's a lot of like, oh, all of the poker is all like the poker. There's <sighs> yeah. a lot of breath. There's a ton, a ton of breath acting in this movie. A ton of poker breath. No matter how how you want to look at it, there's a there's a ton there. No, are you kidding? Even Rini can't deny that. That is like, this is... I haven't said a word. I'm just saying, I'm preempting. Okay. You can't deny the breath acting of this. And also, remember when she's doing Pilates on the floor with her yeah. gay friend? Oh. Mm-hmm, yep. And she's actually... <laughs> what? Yep. No, that was seemed like Lamaze. But you know what I'm saying. Like, it was... Yeah, yeah, they're doing, she was doing core work. She was doing core work. Yeah. Ahead of her time. She was doing the 100. Yeah. Yeah. So what one hundred. 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 I'm 100. gonna give it I'm gonna give it a ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. Uh I'll give it a sixty. All right. I don't, I don't understand, and I understand, John, now your frustration. <laughs> as 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 a fan, uh-huh. I understand now. Okay. Alright, has come for you to add a category. <gasps> What's it gonna oh, be? After this, we will then add it to the wheel categories until mm. after another 20 episodes or so. We yeah. maybe want to move it to bonus or canon. Okay, yeah. we'll yep. Now I think that mine is 
and it might be too broad, but in my mind, I'm like, if it's a gay movie, the question uh-huh. should be, is it a musical? Okay. Okay. That's, I mean, that's the gay, if it's the gayest movie ever, it needs to be a musical. Is that too far-fetched? Um, maybe is it I, like I can't, Im- Go ahead. I now, can't imagine like, it okay, not watch- having musical moments. Right. Like you know what I mean? Like even a movie like Boys in the Band has that number that they all do. You know what right. I mean? Like there's definitely going to be a moment that is elevated with music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, mind <laughs> you, my other question could also be, does it have an icon? Because okay. a gay movie thing having that... a gay icon elevates it. Gay sure. icons. That's a good one. That's kind of gay icons. Gay icon? Is that your is that your category? Um, um, um Or it could just be Barbara Streisand. Um calm down. That's a little no, limiting. It be gay icon. I wanna like I wanna I want some other people to win. Oh. Um, because Joan Rivers would be a gay icon. Absolutely. But it's not quite like built on her. So you could say like from Muppets, it could get a score, but not a high score. Whereas something like this, you'd be like, oh, well, this is a Barbra Streisand exactly. vehicle. So it actually gives, it gives the world for like, if there's a cameo by Liza, this-, this You get to throw some points. Something. Yeah. So, so what gay icon, question? is that your- Gay icon. I love it. Just gay icon is gay good. Icon. Gay icon. So what would you do? 100. Number one, top three gay icons, 100. (laughs) I I think you got to go 100 on this one for gay icon, without a doubt. I agree. You got to go 100. You got to go 100. All right. So now we are in my film category. Thank God. (laughs) Um, All right. We are now into the bonus round of categories. So these are things we have to agree on. Okay. We have wiggle room on some of them. So like the first one is makeover montage. You can get up to a 5% bonus point. So we just have to agree on the number zero to five for makeover montage. There is one I saw when she's singing about the house, when they're like deck moving yeah. into the house. Mm-hmm. That, entire, that entire number is her moving into the house and then becoming a mother. And it's all smart, sh- small clips of her <laughs> becoming married decorating her house and then becoming a mother and decorating the so i think that that's a five john what do you think uh sure i'll go with that i too will go with a five for that it is true Maybe righty. Right. <clears throat> next potential bonus uh, up zero to five percent angry phone hang-ups there are a couple in this one there are a couple yeah Jimmy? there's a f- <laughs> There's the first one right before Don't Rain on My Parade. Um, uh, Florenz oh, Ziegfeld. Yes, with Florenz. And also, um, there's, it was funny because it almost seems tailor-made for this podcast. Because right when Nicky Arnstein decides he's going to say yes to that bum deal, he goes to the phone, picks it up, slams it down, then goes back, looks at something, and picks up the phone and makes the call. And we never see him end that call but he does just pick up the phone and angrily slam it down. And so this, you're right. Yes, and it, it, if, you, if it wasn't there, you wouldn't have noticed that it wasn't there. It's there, I think this is a five. This is a five percenter, five. I'll give it a five, sure, why not? All right, next bonus category, another zero to five percent. Titular theme song. Is there a song called Funny Girl? Yeah, they yes. added for the movie. There is? Yeah. <laughs> 
Did you watch the ballad? Which one was Funny Girl? The one where she was like, I'm a funny girl. Yeah. Funny Wait, that girl. sounded like Edie Burkell, but it was more <laughs> like sounding like to her. It sounded like Barbie Girl. Yeah. It was right when Nikki Arnstein comes in after he's gotten his sentence for two years, but he thinks it'll be 18 months, and he comes in and he's like, this won't work. I love you. I want you to divorce me. And he leaves the room and she like stares into nothingness and says, mm-hmm. you're a funny girl. And then it actually transitions to when she's sitting in the leopard coat. Mm-hmm. So it is definitely that. Five. John. Yeah, I think we got to go five. All right. Five. Literally called funny girl. All right. Next bonus. Fun fonts. There are a bunch of fun fonts. Tons There's of the fun opening. Fun. There's the marquee. Fun. The mar- There's um. Marquee. I love a marquee font. Have you guys ever wanted your name up in lights? Of course. Of course. (laughs) Have you? Not really. I don't care. Come on, Rennie. Lighting up the night sky. Come on. I mean, Rennie is a very good. I want my name written on checks. That's what I want. I could care less. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I got some checks. I want them checks. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a good name. Uh, Fun fonts, 5%. Five. Yeah, give it five. It starts it starts with fonts. It start and the yeah. entire font is like girl backwards with funny mm-hmm. girl and it ends up being her arm with yeah. a roller skate. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> five. Next, five. Next category. Cheerworthy cameos. I don't think there are any. I was looking. There was one moment where I thought one of the chorus girls was Yvonne Craig, who you would know as Batgirl, but it turns out it wasn't. I, Which I, I don't know why I told you that story, but I just wanted something to happen here. Sure. Um, so no, I did not see any anything that I would that would deem as a as a cameo. Zero. What would you I'm think of Georgia, her friend, as a cameo? Which one? I guess not. She's in multiple scenes. Never mind. No. Georgia. Yeah, I guess like, this is there. The head, like, because uh, she's famous. Oh, uh, oh, what's her name? Anna. And they actually got into huge fights. Like, she almost sued them to take her name off of it. Right, but because anyway. they kept cutting her. She has more scenes in the play, yeah, and they just kept cutting scenes. them. Zero percent. Zero. Zero, yeah. All right, next bonus. Pool trouble. Are you kidding me? There's no <laughs> pool trouble. So it doesn't get a bonus. That's okay. It doesn't get penalized. You're not penalized. Okay. Oh, it doesn't get penalized. No, just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's extra on top. Yeah, this is just extra. These are a bonus. He ends the entire movie in a pool of light. That's not, not a no. problem, though. It's not trouble. Okay. It's no trouble. It's where she belongs. You're right. I mean, I guess you could say the trouble is that she was out of the pool of light. So I guess five percent. No. Well, the trouble <laughs> is that she's divorcing her husband in a pool of light. No, that's a good thing. She needs to be away from that guy. You're right, because you're... Okay, I get it. Two. <laughs> zero. We're giving it a zero, right? It's got to be zero. All right. It's zero for pool trouble. Yeah. I guess it's collective. All right. <laughs> Sassy best friends. Wait, what was it? Sassy best friends. Oh, are you kidding? Of course. Who? Eddie Ryan is her sassy best friend. The choreographer. And also, yeah, and Mrs. Strakosh and Georgia. Oh, Mrs. Strakosh, sure. And Georgia, the one sure, that's sure. like, oh, when she decides what she's going to do, she's going to do it. It was really <laughs> shitty. Fanny was like, I'm going to leave the show two weeks early to go after this terrible guy. Oh, immediately. But it was love. It was but if you were on tour with someone, <laughs> wouldn't you be pissed? 
Well, sure. Are you kidding? Of course, we'd never talk to them. Again. <laughs> talk about that. But so I'm going to give five for sassy best friends. All the only conversation she has outside of Nick Arnstein is actually a sassy best friend. This is like a the sa this is like a prime example of what you would show for sassy best friends. Yeah. I don't know if I go five on sassy best friend. I might do like a two or three. I agree okay. to a two. Can we agree to a two? Can we go three? Two point guys, let's go three. Two point five. You guys. I, let's do three. Let's go to Mark. Oh, fine. You're in New York having a tough time. <laughs> Thank you, Corona. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next category. A bold lip. Oh, so They're many. Kind of muted. That was the '60s style, though. I think. Yeah, there wasn't that crazy with the lip on yeah, this. No, it was surprisingly, I was actually looking at it and thinking her lip is almost the same color as her There's face. skin. Yeah, <laughs> like I thought that more of a skin color, tone. But that's so great and delicate. So, so no bold lips. I will give. Yeah, I would that. say zero for a bold lip. Can we go point five? No. <laughs> category witch. Are there a lot of witches in this? Wait, what? <laughs> These are just bonus. This is a bonus. These are bonus <laughs> categories. Your bonus category is witch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always delighted when witches show up. I mean, some of those older women were kind of witchy. There are no witch. There's no witchy element. I got an eye for witches. <laughs> okay, I'm fine with a zero for witches. But now, mind you, early America thought that anyone who was different <laughs> was a witch. <laughs> if Funny so, Girl were set in Salem, Massachusetts, then it would be a different story. Okay. <laughs> the three women, clearly, that are like the friends of Fanny's mother are all from different countries. Yeah, yeah. And one may be... Okay, zero. Is anyone more entitled to saying don't... They could get their hands on some Eye of Newt. Yeah. yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> I said, is anyone more entitled to saying don't rain on my parade than the witches of Salem? No. Never. Never. Certainly the witches of Eastwick. Not a one. <laughs> All right, next category. 5% bonus. How Korean is Funny Girl? Pretty Korean. <laughs> Korean at all. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> Korean. Think is it for how Korean? I need to study. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say no at this point, but look, I could come back to this topic in a month or so and be like, this is why it's utterly Korean. <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll do that research sure. and get back to us. I'll get All back right. Yeah, I guess we're zero for Korean. Zero for Korean. All right, next category. 5% bonus. How much felt is in it? 100. There's a bunch of felt. There's a lot. There's a lot of felt in this movie. It's all felt. That, yes, that wallpaper was had a lot of felt on it. Yeah, I, I think this is a five for felt. It's a five, yeah. All right. Next bonus, gay actors playing gay roles. Well, I think... Do we know? You guys are pitching this choreographer. I think the choreographer, and I've looked into it, and he was in a lot of other Broadway shows. Um, and then we have... So I think definitely him. Now, mind you, the guy that played Florence Ziegfeld. Florence. Walter Pigeon. Um, which is actually something in the show. Um, <laughs> he is, is, his name is Walter Pigeon. Yeah. And he, 
married someone named Edna Pickles, which clearly is a beer. <laughs> and, but apparently there was this guy, Bobby somebody. You guys, I actually know the information, but it's very late here in New York. Um, but apparently he was a gay man. And this guy, Bobby, was a, a Hollywood pimp from the 40s to the 80s. Oh, and, I mean, and Gore Vidal was actually like, his book's right. All those people are right. And he had a relationship with Florenza. But for- Zicktailed wasn't gay, the character. This is gay. Let's just get... Was he not gay? Didn't seem like it. I mean... Lorenz? Yeah. I don't think so. He puts women in bathing suits as brides. That's like yeah, gay. I don't think I don't think Florence Ziegfeld was gay. So what are you going to give it? <laughs> one, two. Maybe choreographer that we're not sure just because he was. In oh, the- oh, with the choreographer three. You guys three. John, what do <laughs> you? Gonna, I'll say thing. one. So let's let's say two. Then. But if you're dealing with movies pre. We can come out of the closet and be happy and, and not be right. Bonus is not being That's penalized. a hard one, you know? Not being penalized. <laughs> okay. Not being penalized, just a bonus. Just a bonus. All right. We got a lot more bonus, don't you worry. We're almost done. Okay. <laughs> All right. Themes of mothers. Oh. There's definitely some other stuff going on in this. Yeah, mother's like living vicariously through her daughter. Yeah, right. the whole the if a girl isn't pretty time. number. Yeah. Shit's on her when oh, yeah. she's and now, she has a child that we never see again. <clears throat> mm-hmm. His mother doesn't have her daughter's back in times of trouble. Yeah, and like she chooses like being a wife and a mother over her career, which is not going to work out or last. So what are we going to give it? It's not what the movie's about, though, ultimately. Yeah, I would say three or four. Oh, okay. I'm, well, see, since this is my first time at bat, five. Mm. (laughs) Because I'm not comparing it to anything. And there's a lot of mother action. It starts with a mother. The first What do you want to say, Mark? I want to say a three. And John's a three, Jimmy's a five, so 3.5. Sure. We could do decimals. I said three or four. Well, let's go four. I mean, four would then be the average. Who cares? All right. A song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is 5%. People? That song is trash. It doesn't matter. It puts people in their feels. No, I would say Don't Write in My Parade is more of a feel song. Well, great. 5% either way. I just disagree on people. I think people, if someone's favorite song is people, they're like in a cult. <laughs> well, I will there say, are a lot of people. The cult the of Barbara. Song the score. I agree, but it still is like the song that people will but be like, uh, yeah. But I think five. I'm fine with five. All right. People Only- need tons of things. People who need carrots. <laughs> people who need... Where's their song? Oh, done. Yeah, I mean, done. All right. All right. We only got three more. We're almost done. Gossip. Is there a lot of gossip in this on zero to five percent? There's tons of gossip in this. Is there? There's a yeah. table of women that just gossip. <laughs> That's, That's a ton of gossip. Thing in the movie. There's all the chorus girls. There's, all, there's that scene where they're like, everyone knows but you, Fanny. Your husband's this. Right. That's super gossip. Five. I go five for gossip. All right, five. All right, next, or last two, finally. <laughs> next, last, last two. 15% bonus for positive portrayal of homosexuality. I wouldn't give it that because I feel like they don't really. I feel like this one should be binary. We should be like yes or no. It should just be yeah. you have it or you don't. I think this one's a no. This is All right, a- no, no. 
I don't want to upset the cart. Thank you. <laughs> All right, finally, negative 50%. If this is the movie Cruising. This is not the movie Cruising, so it will not be penalized 50% yes. of its score. <laughs> it is not Cruising. Could you imagine if I'm like, actually, it's Cruising. Um, <laughs> it's not Cruising. Oh, we were so close. Okay. You guys ready for this? I'm ready. Very exciting. This is the first Wait, so you results. you just push a button, and then we get our results. Yep. Isn't it uh, exciting? Isn't it a wonderful time to be alive? So a wonderful scary. time to be alive. So this is the first new, the first score out of the new scoring system. So this is, who knows what to expect? This is very exciting. Yes, I don't know what the total uh -oh. possible points though are, but I do have the number. <laughs> I have the total, but I don't know what it's out of, but I'm sure that's in there somewhere. Anyway. Well, how do we know? So then how would we be able to figure out the percentage? It's, we got the percentage, it's fine, don't you worry. Okay, all right. Out of the total possible, buh, 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 buh. Uh, Funny Girl has scored 1,997.28, giving it an average of 69.35, making it the gayest movie ever. It's number Are you five. kidding? What? Oh my God! Jimmy, you oh did it! God. You saved my Corona dream! You had no idea! Yay! Uh, Jimmy, Rick, you oh. did it! Oh my God! Head of Muppet Take by Hatton by eighteen point eighteen percent. Oh my wow! God. Take that, Janice! <laughs> oh, you did it, Jimmy! Jimmy, you did it! How do you guys feel? <laughs> <laughs> right now, I really hope the audio comes out on this. Right. Of course, it won't. <laughs> this entire episode will go to the bin. <laughs> wow, that's exciting. Jimmy, how do you feel? I'm clearly ecstatic. Like when I, once again, I had other things that I wanted to bring to the table, but when mm -hmm. I was like, I, I need to get the gayest movie ever, I knew that my girl with fingernails would come yeah. through with Hello Gorgeous, and I think she did. She did, clearly. Yeah. All right. Congratulations, <laughs> Jimmy. We're going Congratulations, to Jimmy. go to a second segment here, but we're just going to keep you around. I asked Instagram <laughs> to ask us if they had any questions for us. So we're going to do some <laughs> rapid fire questions. All right. All right. Uh, let's hear it. All right. Great. Um, what's Hawkeye's pod? We were a guest on their podcast. Wants to know the gayest mm -hmm. Ethan Hawk movie. Reality Bites just because of Janine Garofalo? I don't know. I guess so. Has he? Yeah. Has, Ethan Hawke, he doesn't really play gay that much. I don't think he ever. I'd say the gayest Ethan Hawke movie is his stage version of Mark Twain. Oh. Doesn't oh, he sure. do like Mark oh, Twain now? Gattaca. Huh? Oh, Attica? Attica? Oh, with Attica. Uma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also Dead Poet Society. Oh, that one's really gay. Oh, that's real gay. Oh, that's the gayest. That. Yeah, that one. All right. That one. All right, next one. Paul Yom N, okay, wants to know thoughts on how much Barbara changed the stage play to make stage play to make the movie. I'm not familiar with the stage play. Do you know it, Jimmy? Have you ever done it? I do. I mean, there's a lot of it. It also goes to that thing to where like the composers create a new song just so they, so they can get an Oscar, right? So they did change some things and and get rid of some of the songs. But now, mind you, a lot of these songs were all things that. Fanny Bryce actually sang. Like, My Man, the, the song yeah. that happens at the end, yeah. is a Fanny Bryce song. 
the secondhand rose that's a fanny bryce song you know so right. he also asked are we all safe and well and i think yeah we're all hanging in there we're all doing fine thank you doing it yeah and then Bufire85 wants to know, what, who are two movie characters that would for sure murder each other during quarantine? Two movie characters who would... Uh, like a Cheech and Chong or a Bill and Ted or a like Harold a and Kumar. Like a Cheech and Chong. Like a Thelma Louise, um, a Turner and Hooch. These people would kill each other, you think? No, I'm just I'm just throwing out possibilities. Throwing out. Maybe the throw. Elf King and Jennifer Connelly in yeah. Labyrinth. Yep. Sure, sure. I could see that. Uh, Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees would get on each other's nerves. Definitely. Definitely. If All they right. met. Conover wants to know, is there any replacement for the cinema experience? Thoughts like on a Netflix party? Like, I don't, I hope movies, they're talking today that AMC might not recover and like, that's my go-to movie. I go to the movies once or twice a week. I'd be yeah. if we couldn't, if we lost that. I don't think it's gonna go away much like I don't think like live theater is ever going away. I think it might no. not have the the height or the sort of like the, um, the place and culture that it always has had, but I don't think it's going away. I hope not. I think the next step is that like virtual, like Oculus watching a movie to where you're that close to it. But there's something about being in a room with other people and like hearing the laughter, hearing the screams of a horror movie. I think that's yeah, the thing too that also you get with live theater that people love. Yeah. If there's a way that technology can can like actually like project us into a space where we feel like we're with other people, which feels like a long time away, but who knows? I feel like that's that will be the true game changer when you can feel like you're live in a room with other people. The only difference is with that, like you have to like in an actual theater stage or movie, you have to like be quiet and you have to, you know, you can affect. Right, uh, of course. Like if it's virtual, like you don't, you lose that element and it feels like there's a, re you're removed a bit and that kind of loses the excitement for it in a way, you know? But it's like when we went and saw, what was that movie we saw that Hitler was in? Um, that we oh, loved. Um, Greta. Greta. Wait, what was it? Greta. 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 Remember that was a very, uh -huh. there were some people that became so, we're talking back and it felt yeah. very- mm -hmm. It was one of the most fun times I had in a theater. It was the most fun in the theater, yeah. All right, next question. Lord Lennox wants to know, will the Muppets finally be dethroned? Yes. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hello, gorgeous. Hello. Take that, Muppets. <laughs> Airstream song, favorite end times movie? Huh. Um, oh, The Last Comet. The Last Comet? You don't know that movie? No. <laughs> it's a horror uh, movie in the 80s, but I know that all the girls oh, that are alive go to a mall that's yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. and they can shop oh, gotcha. by themselves. Great. That's probably going to be a great makeover montage. You would hope. You'd think. Mad Marchain wants to know, how fabulous are the face masks? They are not fabulous. Hmm. What face masks? Just that people wear out and about nowadays, you know? Oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah, they're not fabulous. Um, what movie do we really wish someone would select for the pod? Because I wanted to select it, Elvira, <laughs> Mistress of the Dark. I feel like it would kill. That would probably do very well. I would love a Mamma Mia 2. I feel sequels are inherently campier than the originals. True. Grease 2. Grease, Grease 2, 2 is another big one, yeah. Well. Um, are we sad Midnight Madness isn't in the top five anymore? Totally Brian oh. asks. Um, uh, I'm okay. <laughs> Although I will say, I did love it growing up. Thank yeah, you. I have a fondness for that movie, but I don't think it is particularly gay. I love Pixie Six too. You don't see me hitting those anymore. 
Heck okay. no. Or have you not? Come on. I Come haven't. On. Okay. <laughs> All right. Melissa. Oh, that was Max Hardenbrook who asked about uh, what movies we wish people would ask. All uh-huh. right. We only got a few more. I'm going quicker. Uh, Melissa wants to know any quarantine movie suggestions? The platform. The platform on Netflix, now streaming. I would say I just watched it. Portrait of a Lady on Fire on Hulu was amazing. You love it? I loved it. I loved it. After you say one line, count to 10 and then say another line. It's like so nice. (laughs) Also, like the fact that it's subtitles, like you have to put your phone down. You have to to pay attention. Well directed and acted. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's Faulkner. Yeah. Great. You got one, John? Oh, what is it? Uh, a quarantine movie? Yeah. Um, I did. Uh, here's one thing we did uh, last week that was fun. We watched Nightmare on Elm Street two, and then we watched the documentary about it. That was fun. That's a fun double bill. Wait, there's a documentary about Elm Street Nightmare on Elm Street two. Yeah. I'll do that. That sounds good. Um, and it's then great. a few other Road in White House and Holly Doll just and uh, just send their love. So thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for sending those wonderful questions john you got a review to read oh yes hold on i got one little review we got from uh our little podcast app this is from solo 1009 i love the show it always makes me laugh out loud at work and i love the guests movie choices and the fun themes the hosts choose screens for halloween da 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 listen to the wire episode first since i love doughboys but stayed for the host's infectious laughter and sharp senses of humor absolutely adore you guys also could not stop yelling during the last episode when you reviewed parasite uh, because there's a huge cheerworthy cameo for me that I actually gasped aloud for in the theater and smacked my dad to tell him about. Park Seo Joon plays the son's college friend. He's a wonderful actor in his own right, a very popular in Korea, has been in a ton of stuff. I've loved him in everything I've ever seen him in. Uh, you guys are making faces. Is that because you can't see me? Or are you just being goofy? Um, <laughs> I guess Mark would say it's too long to be a cameo, but I definitely whisper scream for him. I'd say it was worth at least 20 points. Anyway, adore the show. Can't wait to see what movies you guys do next and eagerly anticipate what you decide to do for the great category of Colleen of 2020. I'm sure it'll be just as Byzantine in the scoring system itself, and I'm here for it. Sophie. Thank you so much, Sophie. Thank you, Sophie. I wish we had known that as well. You guys, thank you for having me. This has been such a delight. Jimmy, thank you for being our first guest back. Is there anything Um, you'd like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Um, I have so many projects right now. <laughs> like people are inundating me with just like, do this movie. All like I need you on Sunday. Are you kidding? I have nothing. My entire <laughs> life is canceled. My one job is your podcast and you're not <laughs> you know. sorry. You guys, my Venmo is Jimmy Ray Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> No, and I'm I'm Jimmy Ray Bennett on all platforms. So all the platforms, the one and only. Well, thank you so much. It's been a delight catching up with you. Yes. Contact Two Old Queens on Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens T W O Old Queens. Or you could email us at two old queens, D-W-O old queens at gmail.com. Let us know what we got wrong or what you love or all that fun stuff. Uh, yeah, it's so nice to be back. Hope you guys are all safe and healthy and all that stuff. Uh, anything else? I don't think so. Thanks for listening. We hope the audio quality is fine. We'll find yes. out. Yes. I don't know. Yes, exactly. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>
Now it's time for credits. Produced by Alex Arche. Music by Danny Cohen. Art by Connie Shin. See you next Wednesday. Bye! We'll start with you. You, number 24. My name is Sheila. What do you want to know? Why don't you tell me why you're in this business? I wanted to be a ballet dancer. What else? The light, by the way, is a very funny color. Do you have anything don't, softer? Don't worry about the light. It's very harsh. So tell me. What? Do you always come on like this? No, sometimes I'm aggressive. <laughs> Will you just, just bring it down? Bring what down? Your attitude, miss. It's Sheila. Okay, Sheila. Why don't you tell me about your parents? My parents? Yeah. Well, my mother was a ballerina until my father made her quit. Really? Really. Tell me more. Tell you more? <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.